0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At go dot dobbscom shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40 plus locations, get same day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on go now. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With Michelle, I'm Randy, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And our friend, a product of St. Louis and the Lindenwood University, lead anchor for MLB Network, the great Greg Amzinger, joins us as he does every Thursday here on 101 ESPN. But this is Greg's favorite time of year. He's always chipper (laughs) in October. How you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I stayed up late to watch the end of the uh, Dodgers Padres game, and uh, I want to give Kenley Jansen a hug because <laughs> I think I, I think his best baseball is in the rearview mirror.
0: So, with that being the case, and for those that didn't stay up, the bases were loaded in a one-run game last night for the Dodgers, and they held on to win at six to five. But should Dave Roberts go back to Jansen, and if it's not Jansen, who's the next guy? Does he go to Graderall as a closer?
1: No, I think Joe Kelly's a guy. Joe Kelly, I mean, as top step as he is, he's got flame throwing stuff. He's always had that, even when he was with the Cardinals. I, I think the days are over for Killing Jansen. I, I said it before the year started. When I saw his ERA over three and a half last year, average velo 91, 92. He threw so many pitches, Randy, under 90 miles an hour. And this is not a changeup. I'm not talking about a slider. His cutter was not getting over 90 miles an hour, and his velocities dropped so significantly. And, and, and the reason that that matters is when you're throwing a cutter, you need decent velocity for that thing to move at the last second. If it's not, it's a slurve. It's literally that's what it is. And, and that is an easy pitch for big leaguers to hit. Mariano Rivera never got his, his cutter under 90 miles an hour, ever, in his entire career. Did so he throw his cutter? under 90 miles an hour. So uh, Kenley Jansen, his days as the closer for the Dodgers, they can't, they've been waiting so long, 1988, right? They cannot let one bugaboo, which is their closer, hold them back from winning the World Series. They're that good. So I think his days of being the closer are are over. I think Joe Kelly's going to be the guy.
0: Greg, I look at closers like Melanson, who signed the big contract with San Francisco, Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell with the Cubs, uh, Alex, uh, when David Robertson signed his contract, it really can be a mistake, and probably is to give a relief, a closer, a big long-term contract.
1: You know, I I, I agree with you most of the time, and and then I, and then I went um, and hung out with Joe Girardi. And I was sitting um, on the back dock of his insane mansion in Boca, <laughs> and um, we're chatting. And I go, "Wow, this is a, you've done so well." He goes, I, can I just be honest, Greg? Mariana Rivera helped me get this house." <laughs> and I was like, "You know, he's probably right. You know, <laughs> when you don't have to worry about the last inning of any game that you're winning." because you've got the greatest ever um, probably helps you. I would, I, I would, I would guarantee that Craig Counsel If I said rank your most important players, write it down on a note card one through 25. I'm going to, I would put money on it. Josh Hader is number one, even over Christian Yelich. You put Josh Hader number one, when you have a great closer, when, when you don't have to think about it, um, it's a big deal, and Joe Girardi definitely lived the other extreme this year with the worst bullpen in Major League Baseball. So as as I'm inclined to lean towards what you just said, I still think having a great closer is
0: a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's necessary. I'm just saying the long-term, and obviously Mariano Rivera stands alone, but most of these guys – they wear out sooner than we think they're going to. And I think haters probably head down that path.
1: Yeah, no, but when you overuse them, and in haters' case, they, they get up, get down, do go two and a third. Like when you overuse a closer, then they view you as damaged goods down the road. And if your velocity dips just a hair, they're thinking about trading you. So the Brewers have done that before. Jeremy Jeffress is a great example. He's now with the Cubs. I, I think that hater hey, will be traded. I see your point. Long term deals are probably a bad thing. But Martin Lanson bounced back. I didn't think he'd ever be where he is now. I mean, he was terrible with the Giants. Two years into that deal, that was one of the worst contracts in Major League Baseball. It was. He's bounced back. He's bounced back. The guys that um, don't need extreme velocity to get guys out, they can hang in there. Brandon Kinsler is a great example of that. He has no K per nine. And he's the closer to the Miami Marlins. I was with the Marlins in camp. And I was with Mark DeRosa covering the Marlins. I go, this team can't win. They don't have any swing and miss in the back end of their bullpen. Brandon Kinsler, can't, he can't be a closer. T row goes, hey, man, hey, when you're in your 30s and you know how to get guys out, those are the guys I don't want to face in the ninth inning. I want Craig Kimbrell trying to throw 100 miles an hour because that stuff is straight. I, wanna, I want that guy. I don't want Brandon Kinsler. And Kinsler's done a good job. It's an interesting combo. I, I really think it is. There is a knack for closing games. And if you've got a, a feel for it, if you, if you trust your stuff, those guys are incredibly valuable.
2: Greg, it's been so fun watching the postseason this year. I don't know if it's the format. I don't know if it's the matchups. I don't know if it's the star power, but it seems like any game I turn on, I'm having a blast watching it, but it's also really painful. I'm kind of an emotional masochist because I know that any game I turn on, I'm going to see a former St. Louis Cardinal absolutely tearing it up. So it's it's, it's been painful in that way, but I want you to participate in the exercise we're doing on the show today. You can pick a name, any name of a former Cardinal that's out there in the postseason right now, Randy Rosarena, Tommy Pham, Louis. Luke Voigt, Marcelo Zuna, pick your poison. What's the one guy, if you were in the front office of the St. Louis Cardinals, that you would say, that's a huge mistake? I wish I could have that one back.
1: I mean, man, there's so many out there. <laughs> tough exercise. You know, it's weird. I, I grew up in the 80s, so I love small ball. I, I love, like, you know, producing manufacturing a run. Vince Coleman, Willie McGee, Ozzy Smith. I love Magnarius Sierra. I really like that kid. I think he's going to be a really good player. He could end up being the next Kenny Lofton. People are like, what? The kid's not that good. I really think he's going to be a terrific player. And, and watching him fill in for Starling Marte, um, he's good. But no one, not even Luke Boyd, the guy that led the, the all baseball home runs, Marcelo Zuna, the guy that led the National League home runs, no one comes close to the talent level of Randy Orozarena. This guy is so good. It's just a shame that he went on social media and put Mike Chilton on blast after a game. It really is because they were getting rid of this dude after that day. He had no chance at staying with the Cardinals. He is a terrific talent, bat speed for days. He can run. He can play any outfield position. He's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, to let this Cuban guy go was just a sad, sad thing. And what you're seeing now is is just an example of the Tampa Bay Rays. They're a front office. They evaluate every team better than any other club. They evaluate the guys on your team better than any other team. And we were doing this exercise in my office the other day. This match between the Yankees and Rays is a battle of the two teams that trade for players Better than anyone else. They trade for players better than anyone else. The Rays are number one. The Yankees are number two. And you're seeing that now. To, 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 to trade away Jose Martinez because you don't need him at the deadline. The Rays were technically sellers. They didn't, they didn't acquire anything. They traded away Jose Martinez to the Cubs. They were sellers. And they're the best team in the American League, maybe in <laughs> baseball. At Randy Rose and Randy Oroz and Randy Third, they want to get this kid more at-bats. That's why they traded Jose Martinez to make sure this kid hit more. That's the guy I'd keep. And to me, in terms of talent, where, this, where all the players are trending, it's not even close. It's not, I'm not just a front runner because I'm watching postseason baseball right now. This guy is so much more talented than any of the players the Cardinals let go. It's heartbreaking.
2: So, Greg, as a Cardinals fan in St. Louis, where should I assign the highest percentage of concern or blame? Is it the the way that the coaching is happening up here? Is it maybe the offensive approach? Maybe they wouldn't have been able to flourish up here. Is it the player evaluation? Because obviously they're they're going out and they're scouting these guys. They're bringing them into the system, but then they're dealing them. Is it is it the front office? Where is the disconnect? Why are these guys flourishing outside of St. Louis?
1: That's a really, really good question. Yeah. Um... You know, I'm trying to figure out how to say this in the best way. So I'll uh, I'll give you a comparison of what I do for a living. When I talk about my researcher, my producer, my director, my camera guys, I always say I would rather have a grump or not a nice person working on my show who's really talented at television over a nice guy or a nice woman Who's not very talented at live TV. I say this, but I use different words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like the Cardinals um, did a lot of of conversation and they care a lot about the clubhouse demeanor than just raw talent. And Tyler O'Neill is a really nice kid. You know, Harrison Bader is a really nice kid. You can go. You know, Dexter Fowler is a really. You talk to Dexter. He might. He might have the best smile in all professional sports. You you, you got to start not caring if Tommy Pham is an angry person. If he's upset with when he broke into the big leagues, you got to stop caring if Marcelo Zuna is just a little different. <laughs> you know, he takes selfies after he hits home runs with the Atlanta Braves now. Like you, you got to stop caring. You, You just got to look at what's on the field. And, um, you know, there have been teams over the years that did a good job of this. I felt like Joe Torre was the greatest ever at managing personalities and egos. Gary Sheffield was not a great guy to play with. Gary Sheffield was what you needed. He was a mean guy at the plate. The Cardinals have a lot of great Boy Scouts. I would, I would give them money. I would If they walked up to the door and said, hey, we're fundraising for this new uh, – we're, we're going to go have a camp out in, in San Diego to help with the fires. I'd be like, well, here, let me write you a check. The Cardinals have a lot of nice kids. I would totally do that. Um, and they need to stop doing that. They need to have a couple guys on their team that have an edge to them. And they traded away a lot of guys with an edge. They just did uh one guy that I felt like was the ultimate Eagle Scout was Luke Voigt. I don't get that. The days and eight that, that to me is an analytics failure. Luke Voigt is an analytics failure. All he did in the minor leagues was hit, but he's a first baseman only. And where are you going to put him? He's an American league player. At the end of the day, we talk about defense and base running way too much in the sport and on base percentage. That's why Jason Hayward was, he turned down 200 million from the Cardinals. Jason Hayward turned down 200 million from the Cardinals. That's terrible. He's to me, he's Jim Lindemann. Hey, Randy, you remember that? <laughs> yep. Jim Lindemann. Okay, so that, that, that's a joke. At the end of the day, the hardest thing to do in the game is be a, a consistent slugger. Luke Voigt had those characteristics, but an analytics department can, can be smarter than the obvious. And in my opinion, all of these guys, I don't want to throw this at John Moselock, but he listened to his analytics department, and all of these guys are a reflection of, no, 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 that's too obvious. And that, that is frustrating.
0: All right, we want to touch on a couple of quick things. Number one, Adam Wainwright broadcasting this Braves-Marlins series. Is he going to love broadcasting so much that he doesn't come back to baseball?
1: Yeah, I think so. I really do. He's going out on top. To be his age, to have a great year, and to have the debut on national TV that he had, which he was incredibly good. I thought he was excellent. Randy, what do you think? I, I thought he was terrific.
0: I I, I, yeah. I I thought he was kind of overwhelmed in Game 1 by Prezinski who loves to talk. But we're broadcasters. We all love to talk. <laughs> but I think he kind of found his groove yesterday a little bit. He is outstanding. And I know
1: for a fact my network wants him. So when my network wants you, I mean, I, I've been here for 12 years now, so it's hard to say no. They're, they're going to be aggressive. I, I do not see him run another game. I read wow. that's a sad thing for Cardinal for Cardinal fans. It really is.
0: And Yachty is a free agent. If Yachty's not a Cardinal, who's interested in him? Oh, good question. I, I, JT Real Muto is going to give us the answer to that. Wherever he isn't will
1: probably be where Yachty goes. If the Cardinals don't sign him back, he must go back to the Cardinals. He must. But if he isn't, Here's my list, and I added one to it because Randy and I were texting about this the other day, just full disclosure. We're nerds like that. <laughs> I, think the, I, I think the Yankees are number one. I think the Yankees, wow. after seeing Gary Sanchez not in the lineup, I, I really think the Yankees will be the number one team that gives him a one- or two-year deal, whatever he wants, and that will be the difference. If the Yankees don't win the World Series, or Molina will be a Yankee if the Cardinals don't bring him back. Number two, if JT Real Muto does not go back to Philadelphia, Joe Girardi – has always loved Yadier Molina. He'll be a Philadelphia Philly. Number three, remember the 2017 World Baseball Classic? Well, that was the Jose Barrios' breakout party. This kid was dominant. He was throwing Yadier Molina for Team Puerto Rico. I think the Minnesota Twins, who got no offensive production or defensive production from their catching position after Mitch Garber was so good in 2019, I think they go and get Yadier Molina to lead their ace. They need Barrios to be an ace. I think he could end up going there. And, and the fourth team on the list, if JT Real Muto does not go to the New York Mets, I'll be shocked. I think that's the number one landing spot for him. But if the Mets don't get him, you know, Yachty to the Mets, it's heartbreaking to think of that because of 2006, mm-hmm. the home run. But uh, it, it's a possibility they'll throw money at Yachty or Milan.
2: Greg, you just sent heads in St. Louis spinning for several different reasons. But you you mentioned the fact that the Cardinals need to not worry about a prickly personality, that they need people with an edge. And I completely agree with you. But what does that say about the culture and identity of their team if they remove Yachty or Molina from that equation, who is essentially the That's face about, of that yeah. on this team?
1: That is a great follow-up question. If you, if you let Yachty or Molina walk, then you're just adding another guy to the list of former Cardinals who are playing in the postseason. I didn't even mention Alcant- uh, uh, Alcantara for the uh, Marlins. I didn't even mention Trevor Rosenthal for the Padres. I mean, the list is long already. Do you want Yadier Molina holding up a world championship trophy for another team? Because if you don't bring him back, that's what he's going to do. The Cardinals are a win-now team. They have to win now. There is no better catcher to have on a win-now team than Yadier Molina. Don't let the Yankees, the Phillies, the Twins, and the Mets prove, prove this to you. John Mozelak, give Yadier Molina whatever he wants. I, I, the comparison here is Bob Costas at MLB Network. I said it last week. Bob Costas has a rolling contract. Whenever he wants to sign it, there is no negotiation. You're coming back whenever you want, Bob. Whenever you want to work for MLB Network, you're gonna work. you want to work for the next twenty years? Go right ahead. <laughs> that that is the Yadier Molina contract. After all these years, let him do whatever he wants. This is a true blue Cardinal. He's a legend. When, when uh, Bob Gibson passed away, I was on TV. There was only one player I wanted to hear from. No offense, Adam Wainwright. No offense, Mike Schilt, the manager. There was only one player that I told our control room, America wants to hear the reaction of Yadier Molina because he'll be wearing the Cardinal Hall of Famer blazer, and, and that's the next legend. So his reaction was what we made sure was in the first segment of our show when Bob Gibson passed away. That's all you need to say about Yadi. That's what he is. He cares. He loves Cardinal baseball. You make sure he doesn't wear another uniform.
0: Let me send you off with this. If Yadi winds up a Yankee, all those people that have doubts about him being in the Hall of Fame, the New York media will do a deep dive. We'll see Yadi in the postseason with the Yankees, and he's an automatic Hall of Famer. All those people that have doubts put him in the Hall of Fame immediately.
1: I am so with you. Can I just tell you how frustrating it is? Because our crew, all the people that work behind the scenes who are amazing, um, they're, they're huge Yankee fans. So I talk trash with them in every commercial break. I root against the Yankees. Because you know my dream, anybody that goes to St. Louis, my dream is for the Cardinals to play the Yankees in the World Series. Game seven to be in Yankee Stadium. 50,000 people losing their minds and everyone's going crazy because the Cardinals were up three games to none. The Yankees come back to tie it force at game seven. The world is captivated by the, the, the fall classic. And I don't know why this number matters to me, but the Cardinals went 21, nothing in game seven. I grew up hating the New York Yankees. Okay. I did. And there's such a bias towards the New York Yankees. So yes, you're absolutely right. Any, if Adam Wainwright decided, eh, turn down TV I'm going to turn down TV and coming back at the age of 40 to play for the Cardinals I'll spin my curveball for the Yankees there would be people being like I think he's better than Mike Messina in his last year with <laughs> that you're absolutely, there's such a bias for the Yankees it's ridiculous
0: You're the best thank you very much we appreciate it we'll talk to you soon All right. Thank you, guys. Take care. Enjoy all the MLB coverage on MLB Network and Greg Amzinger. Every night is all over it. He's awesome.
2: Question for you. Do you think when Joe Girardi closes on that house in Boca that he sends an edible arrangement to Mariana Rivera saying, hey, thanks.
0: Thanks, buddy. The house is great. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt. Thanks for your help. (laughs) We've got a quick take it or leave it for you next on 101 ESPN.